17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning drive. The, the drops on Sunday were bad, right? Yeah. The, drop, the drops were really bad. I don't put a, I don't, I don't want to overreact to that because it wasn't like it was a major issue for them going into the game. Correct. I think it was more so about the team that they're playing at the time, the rivalry and everything. It's, it's super magnified at that point. Everybody's, everybody's watching. Um, so offensively, I still think this team is still trying to find themselves. I don't know if there's a, a single game this year that they played, whether it's been good or bad, that I think I can sit here and say, okay, that's who, that's who the offense is. That's, that's who they're going to be because even as good as they looked against the Bengals, especially in the first half, I don't know if that's who they'll be this year. The team that's just clicking on. Yeah, all so the- let's talk about that. Let's talk. What team do you? What offense do you think is the real Ravens offense? Do you think that it's the offense that you saw against the Cleveland Browns that you might have seen against the Cincinnati Bengals, or do you think it's the offense that you saw? I don't want to use the Steelers because I do think that those drops were unprecedented, but the the, the Colts. Let's use that one. Or do you think that this the, the Colts is more? Or do you think it's somewhere in the middle? Yeah, I, I do think it's something in the middle because each week I think they're going to have a different type of approach. Some weeks they are they, they are going to be team they are going to be that team that just runs the ball down your throat. And there's going to be other games where they feel like the best way to win is by putting the ball in the air. And I look at that Steelers game as yeah, obviously the drops were bad. But outside of that, the turnovers have been a, a a consistent part of this offense. Sadly, for the, sure, we're five yeah. weeks in, and they're they've just been turning the ball over at an alarming rate right now. And even even on plays that it doesn't result in a turnover, just the fumbles, just the carelessness with the ball to start the year for the Ravens has been really bad. Um, that said, there were opportunities against the Steelers to really open that game up and I I just think that that's probably more so the type of team they'd like to be the team that I think we could have seen on Sunday that's if if they had actually executed the plays um but I I just think that that team mixed with the way they looked against the Browns where okay it was the run game against the Browns I I just think they want to be able to do both things and yeah. they have shown signs of being able to do both things. Um, I don't think that they've had a complete game offensively yet to where we've seen both the run game and the pass game both look sharp on the same day. It, I haven't, I can't really name a game where that's been the case to this point. Um, but I do think that that's the team they want to be. Maybe not the team that we see both aspects of the offense look great on the same day, but I do think they just want to be a team that, can beat you either by running or passing. They want to be able to be uh, a, a double-edged sword. Yeah, I, I definitely think that what you said in terms of them wanting to do both, I think that this is that's always been the case, right? We've talked about this. Like, people were kept saying, oh, well, the Ravens are going to be passing more. Well, who told you that? Right. I mean, were they going to be passing more than, than in Greg Roman's offense? Sure. Were they going to become a passing team? No. 
That is never going to be the case as long as John Harbaugh is the head coach of the Baltimore Ravens. He believes in running the football, and rightfully so, because I do not believe that a run game should be obsolete in today's NFL. I think it's very important that you run the football. Um, but ultimately, I do think that in situations that require passing, they were going to do just that. And I think that what they what they wanted to have moving forward was a more of a balanced attack as opposed to a run heavy attack. Right. And so, um, I, again, I don't know where, you know, all of that information came from or those, you know, uh, where you, you thought that would have came, you know, been able to come from, but I've never thought that that was going to be the case. I definitely thought that they were going to throw more, um, because you got weapons now Lamar has a new contract. That's just kind of how that works, but it does, but by more, it didn't mean that he was going to be throwing 35, 40 times a game. That's just not what the Ravens do. That's not who they are. Um, I agree with you as well in terms of the uh, turnover battles. It's definitely a problem. It's something that they've done every single week. Um, and I don't know what you can – you have to find a way to limit those turnovers. And Lamar um, talked about that. Um, on Wednesday, he was, you know, asked about that. And, and to paraphrase, you know, he basically said, you know, I got to be more careful with holding on to the football. And that turnovers have definitely been something that they have to work on because it's been at the end, you know, the most inopportunistic times. Um, Justice Hill, who is the guy that I've always been an advocate for and now has an opportunity to really be the premier back in this uh, offense. As good as he is and as explosive as he is, he, he continues to have turnovers. And he's lucky that the Ravens really are in a situation where they can use his style at running back where he's not going to be put in the doghouse that we've heard that John Harbaugh has had in the past. Because otherwise, um, he would definitely be getting less time. Um, mm -hmm. I think that his ability is what keeps him on the field um, but between that and then there's been times that Justice has missed out on some pass blocking assignments as well. I think there's just something that he has to work on. But ultimately, I don't think the Ravens can afford to necessarily got, put him in a doghouse because his athletic skill is something that they need in order to move forward. So I, I really feel like, you know, again, what happens in Sunday's game against the Steelers is not something that we expect every week. I expect these guys, particularly this weekend, they know. They know what they did and what they didn't do, and they'll figure out a way to fix the catches um, on the drop passes. But the, the the turnovers from Lamar and everybody else involved, that is something that has been week to week to week. That has been the consistent thing that's happened that they have to find a way to move forward from. Yeah, no doubt. The turnovers are, are the big bugaboo for this offense right now. Yep. Um, and just being able to stay in sync it has been a problem. For yes. This as well on the flip side what i will say on a positive note more so an optimistic note that the call for big plays has been a lot of calling for where are the deep shots where are the big plays everybody's talking about how lamar is just throwing the short to intermediate routes you know and and not really looking down the field he threw the ball down the field quite a bit against the steelers they, 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 they didn't catch it, but it was encouraging to A, see him take those shots and B, see the, like the plays were there. I mean, they, they were there. It's just them not finishing plays. So, I mean, maybe that could be something if they do start to catch the ball again against Tennessee, those opportunities may be there again. Uh, Tennessee mm -hmm. 
that has played the Ravens quite a bit and um, they know about Lamar Jackson very well. And the, the number one thing for defenses, I still believe will be to take Lamar's legs out of, out of the equation. And so they will see a lot of stacked boxes still. That's going to be the case all year. Um, they're, they're still going to be able to stretch the field and, and throw the ball vertically because th- those plays will be there. Lamar has been just so good with his pocket movement and, yeah. um, and, and just, with his legs, I mean that's something that naturally he does. He's ha- he's held the ball a little longer at times this year and did it a little last year as well. But overall, his legs are still the number one thing for this offense. So I I, I do think some of those big plays that fans have been begging to see. They I thought Sunday was an encouraging sign, albeit they didn't complete the passes, but the, those plays were there to be made. I agree. And to add to your point, Cordell, do not take Lamar's legs out of the equation right and i'm i'm saying that because i felt like that call for the fade was ill-advised i feel like you still got to trust lamar's legs in that specific situation try to spread those guys out and let lamar do his magic and if he doesn't do it okay but it still leaves you in a, a situation of getting three points potentially on the board or you know if you're if you're close enough to the goal line maybe you think you can try to you know punch it in on fourth down i i i i Cannot stress this enough. In both games, I felt like Lamar's legs were taken out of the equation at the end of those games, and that's probably what happened in terms of why they didn't – well, in the Steelers game, that's not why they lost. <laughs> we, we know why they lost because they had eight drop passes. But you didn't help the situation, in my opinion, by eliminating Lamar's legs from that equation. And, and I really hope that Todd Munkin finds a way to continue to utilize them because that is his superpower. You can't take – away the superpower of Lamar Jackson. You just can't. At all. 